morning, bitches, and welcome to Wellness For Real. It's your girl, Mylena. And on today's episode, Felicia and I chat with Serafina Eats Balance. Since we recorded with Fina, she actually stopped using Weight Watchers and pivoted her journey to calorie counting. She is slaying her goals and we just love to see the evolution of all of our guests. Uh, But we did chat with her and it was a super fun conversation. She kept it really real with us and we always appreciate that. Make sure you're leaving us a review on the podcast. We so appreciate that. And if you can, any listener support is always appreciated. It helps us keep the podcast going. All right, y'all. Let's buckle up. It's about to get real. So today we have Miss Serafina with us today. How you doing, Sarah? Hey. How I'm you doing? Good, good. We're so excited to talk to you. We've been trying to get you on the show for a while. So. I know. I'm just like so popular. It's like, just really hard to and busy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so busy storying like 28 hours a day. I just don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> I love a call you Sarah. Does anybody in your life even call you Sarah? Oh, yeah. I was just about to say like, okay. can I do that? Like, oh, okay. <laughs> My bad, my bad. Hi, Fina. I used to like harass kindergartners and tell them if I wanted to call her Sarah, I would have named her that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's so funny. So your name, your is there an origin of your name? Does it mean something? Serafina, that's so pretty. Um, It does. It's like the highest level. It comes from Seraphim, so it's the highest level of angels, obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, no come on. <laughs> that's but so my mom, she just like picked it out of a People magazine, so <laughs> she didn't really... Okay, I love there that. There wasn't anything crazy with that. I love it. So we uh, we just want to know more about you. Tell us about yourself. How? Uh, tell us about your journey to where you are now. Um, let's see. Like in terms of like the whole weight loss thing and everything. Yeah, sure. just like your wellness journey to becoming like your best self. Um. So basically, before Instagram. Um, this is so funny because I just posted an about me post today. So I can just like think back to that whole like montage I did of my life. Um, before Instagram, basically like my whole life, um, everyone always told me that I was fat. Always, always, always. They would just always, and I just never understood because like, I didn't feel like I was fat. And looking back at my pictures, like, I saw that I was not fat. But everybody always would call me big. And then I would say, what do you mean big? And they'd say, oh, because of your height, because you're 5'8", you're big. I meant tall. So then say tall. Like, don't call me big. <laughs> right. um, and then, you know, they would just always say, I need to go on a diet. Um I would look so much better if I lost more weight. I would look so much better if I worked out. And it was just, it was just like a constant thing. Um, and then I had just like, I just had so much disordered eating from that. Like, I just never understood. Like, I would be, I remember I would be sitting at Burger King with my friends at school and everyone is eating Burger King and I'm the only person I bought a Whopper. I didn't buy fries. I didn't buy a soda. I'm just sitting there with a Whopper. And someone said to me, they were like, wow, you're hungry today. And I'm like, what are you Why me? Like, it just always seemed like it was me. Um, So it just caused a lot of like really disordered thoughts in my mind. I was super insecure all the time. Um, And then when I moved 
out um, from being with my mom, I just, I didn't really know how to grocery shop for myself. I didn't know how to feed myself. Um, my mom had a lot of disordered eating, uh, which is where a lot of mine stems from. So when I moved away from being with her, it's just like, I went bananas. Like I went crazy. I just started like buying all the things. I was like, Oh, I'm grocery shopping now. I'm just going to buy like, you know, 15, two liter sodas. I'm going to buy the entire <laughs> little W's aisle. And it was just insane. And then I had a, my best friend, she had um, actually lost a hundred pounds with wow. Weight Watchers. Um, so she told me it was a really good, good program to start. And I was always dieting. I remember I did some sort of like crazy diet where you had to eat like tomatoes one day, ground beef another day. <laughs> I was always doing something like totally nuts. I did juicing for a day and a half and I was starving. I couldn't take it anymore. So she said, try Weight Watchers. It's going to be amazing. You can eat whatever you want. Um, and then I joined Weight Watchers uh, and I did lose some weight. But then I, I was still just like, I just still had like a really big problem with food. Like I was just constantly overeating. I was constantly just thinking about um, how much I could eat, when I could eat. Um, and it was really after I had Shiloh, my daughter, um, that everything kind of changed for me. And I stopped trying to diet and I stopped trying to just lose weight. Um, and I started really just trying to fix myself and say like, okay, you know, you have a problem. Like, it's not okay to be ordering all this food and eating it. And then like, you know, shoving your face in a toilet bowl afterwards, like you have issues that you need to fix. Um, so that's really where I'm at now. I'm trying to lose weight still, but it's less of a focus and I'm just trying to heal myself. So that's kind of where the journey has ended up. You're evolving. Try and grow up a little bit. <laughs> no, but I think that that's really common. I mean, I think a lot of people, like we talk about it all the time, that a lot of times it's not really about the food. It's usually something a lot deeper. And if you can get figure that out, the food will come. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, But the food is how you self-medicate because of the other stuff. You yeah. know, I mean, that's really what it's about. And so that's good that you're yeah, I just that. like I've had so it's just crazy because you know, like you you kind of get to a point of your in your journey where you're like, okay, I'm enlightened and and I see I see food now this way and I see dieting now this way. But then you have to realize like it's like you said, you're constantly evolving. So you're never stuck in that one phase. Like there have been times where, you know, I've said, um, well, obviously I know not everyone does Weight Watchers, but I do Weight Watchers. Um Weight Watchers is a diet and it is not a lifestyle. And everybody that said that it was a lifestyle, I was kind of like, you sound ridiculous. It is a diet. And, you know, I was also at the point, I can't even remember what I was going to say, but now where I am right now, I'm like, okay, obviously it is a diet still, but <laughs> I am seeing how I have evolved it into a lifestyle. Yep. And it's just so crazy. Like you can't ever just be stuck in one mindset because there's just so many different, there's so many different phases of your journey. Like you will never be that same person that you were three months ago in the way that right. you think about your, your health and your wellness. Totally. And you, you mentioned like when you were younger, people would call you big or like tell you you were fat and like you look back at those pictures and you're like, 
wait a second. Like, I look good. I, bro, <laughs> you, you like hit a nerve with me with that one because I recently was looking through some old pictures and my whole life, I remember being called fat or being called overweight or whatever, like being made fun of for my size. And I look back at these pictures and I'm like, bitch, I'm like this, like there's nothing wrong with like, I don't understand how, um, that just becomes so common for women growing up. It's like, if we're not this like perfect little stick idea of what everybody else thinks we're supposed to look like. It's like that we yeah, just get criticized just, and pulled apart. And then we have to carry that with us for the rest of our lives. Right. So mm-hmm. now we're grown ass women and we're like, just trying to figure it out. Right. Just trying to figure out how to undo all that shit that was like, exactly. I feel, I feel like I'm a baby because I'm having to just like wipe the slate clean about everything that I thought I knew. And I have to just really teach myself and learn everything from scratch because everything that I knew was so toxic and everything that I knew about food was just so it was just so ridiculous. Oh, I remembered what I was going to say before. Another phase in my journey was me saying, um, you know, we don't need food to have fun. We don't need food to be social. I can have fun without having food. Like I was just so, oh, I don't need food. I don't need this. I, I can just, you know, diet and be happy. And no, you embrace food. Food is great. Like it just, oh my God, you guys have heard me say so many times. Like I hate when people try to act like they can't have food anymore that is the one thing that kills me is me too. people yeah. just they get into this thing where they're like okay i can i can go to a barbecue but but i'm not i can't eat anything that they're eating because that's it that's it for me i'm yeah. i'm gonna gain all my weight back or i'm gonna so what you will be okay if you gain four pounds tomorrow it's not real right. weight. you'll survive no i agree with that mentality of food is fuel and you're not supposed to enjoy it yet. No, I mean, food is a big part of my culture and it is fun and I want to enjoy it and I'm going to enjoy it. And I even noticed on some of your posts where you would say, you know, I can't, like, I need to eat the things that I like. Mm -hmm. I need to eat the foods that I want so that it doesn't set me up for this sort of craziness. Like I've only been eating these certain foods and boom, now I'm, you know, it's kind of on. (laughs) Yeah. It's because it's so, it's so easy to spiral. Um, and it's so in once you, I think the hardest thing for me is like, once you spiral, you can't get out of it. I was having a conversation with somebody the other day, like once you decide to fall into that hole, because you've been restricting yourself for so long, once you fall into that hole, you are not going to get out of it for a really long time. And I remember like weighing myself every day, like watching myself just like eat and eat and eat and eat and watching the weight come on. But it still wasn't like enough to stop. Like there was still a little voice inside of me that said, okay, but if you gain five more pounds, that's it. That's your limit. Then you're going to stop and then you're going to be okay. And you can start dieting again. Like, and I never want to go back to that again. So I have to teach myself how to eat food. I have to teach myself how to be around cookies and cakes and milkshakes because that's real life. Right. Yeah. Like I and just it shouldn't just be for Saturday. Yeah. You should be able to have a, a cookie on a Wednesday, not save it all for Saturday. Exactly. Right. See, that's the thing that I'm working on right now is not saving everything for the weekend. It's hard. It's hard yeah. to do. I mean, it is, but that's the key. You know, I yeah. think that's the key is figuring that out. 
Yeah. And you're teaching your kids that too, right? That like food isn't bad. And I love that, even though I know you sometimes get like, I don't know what it is with people and like mom shaming what they feed their children. But, um, you know, even when we had Dr. Steph on the show, she talked about how statistically how restricting your children is not a good thing. Keeping sugar from your kids, that's not a good thing. You're really um, instilling uh, eating disorders into them by doing that. So I love that you're like showing your kids too that like, you know, we can have fun and have a good balance of a little bit of everything. Yeah, it's really hard. I mean, like there's, it just sucks because there's no rule book. There's nobody out (laughs) here like telling me like, Unless they're showing me some stupid pyramid saying, okay, your child needs <laughs> 14 things from the vegetable area. I'm like, yeah, okay, good luck with that. My yeah. child eats cereal three times a day, but cool. Let me let me get some healthy fats in there. Um, it's just, you know, it's really hard. And it's and when you're coming from not understanding how to eat and then having to teach like two little humans how to eat, like it's not it's not easy, but there's like points where I said, okay, like I have a problem and now my child is seeing my problem. Like right. when I would, um, when I would weigh in and I had all that diet anxiety in me from all week and I, I had to relieve it somehow, like I would have cake for breakfast and I'd be like, well, it's like let's have cake for breakfast. I'm the fun mom. But then now my son thinks that it's okay to eat cake for breakfast all the time. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, maybe this isn't the best thing to teach him. I'm like, okay, maybe I do have an issue here. It's, it's just a lot, but you know, with all things, it's just, you learn as you go. Yeah. I mean, I have a teenage daughter and for me, it was just really important that I just didn't want her to worry, like think about food all the time. So I just was like, nothing is off limits, you know, and none of this, like you can't leave the table till you finish your meal. Like I, I don't approach food like that with her at all. Even when I was like actively losing weight, she wasn't aware of it. Um, yeah, she's old. She was older. You know what I mean? So, and when you have a teenager and they're like on Instagram and tell and watching TV, I mean, all the messages they get are that they're not good enough. I mean, like, I, mm-hmm. so it was really, I had to be, I was really conscious of it. Cause I just, I just didn't want her to get caught up in that whole Deal. Yeah, so that's funny. what I was trying to tell my son. When she saw my thing on my, when I, I posted like my before and after, she was like, I didn't even know you had that much weight to lose. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what? But like, that's you know, great. that's so you know, good. I was, there was like, like, no consciousness about it. So I think that that's, you know, it's hard to do. And, but I, I think that it's the awareness is the like, part that matters most. I just didn't want her to feel like she had to be on a diet ever, you know? Yeah, breaking that cycle. It's hard. It's yeah. hard to do. It for is sure. for sure. So you have like, uh, I think if there was an award show for cutest kids on Instagram. Oh, oh, look, <laughs> at that. oh yes. look at that. Perfect timing, Shiloh. <laughs> your kids would win. No shade to everybody else's kids. Your kids are all cute, but your kids are definitely well, like the cutest. Your kids are beautiful. I'm their mom. I'm allowed to say that. Yes, yes. But thank you. It. Of course. So with having your kids and like being so active with them, like, has that played a huge role in your wellness? Um, I think so. Uh, like when I look at how I parent, um, between my son and my daughter, it's like night and day. Um, when I had my son, 
I was not as like active and involved as you guys see. Like I was working all the time. So I was always really, really tired. Um, and then obviously I just had like horrible, horrible eating habits. So I never wanted to like go anywhere or do anything. So like going to the park, that would never happen. I was like, save that for your grandma. I'm not going. I don't want to sit there. I don't want to be around all these annoying kids. No, thank you. <laughs> Let's just sit here and eat some ice cream and we'll call it a day. Um, and now it's just like way different. I'm at the park all the time. I'm always trying to find activities with them. Um, I'm not like one of those like crafting moms. So I don't want to like finger paint all day. I don't want a big mess everywhere. But I do like being outside with them. Um, and I think like now because like I feel better and I and I see how being active makes me feel good and how good it is for my children. Um, I really try to encourage it a lot which is a huge battle in our house right now, um, especially just with like COVID and quarantine and everything because my son yeah. got so used to staying home. Um, he doesn't want to go anywhere anymore. And he's like, mom, you want to walk every single day? I don't want to, I just want to stay at home. I'm like, no, no, quarantine is ruining you. Stop it. <laughs> well, it doesn't help that it's getting cold out too. Cause I know, I know. I'm just like the person that will walk in like 14 feet of snow. I'm like, it's fine, it's fine. It's fine, we'll get I a hot chocolate on the way. Let's just keep walking. We need the exercise. <laughs> okay, I need to be like that. I'm going to start walking outside. I just got to embrace I, you know, the, the weather here. Form of exercise that I have ever enjoyed, but I think that like living in the city really fostered that because you can just—I mean, it's just so easy to walk. Um, when I moved to Brooklyn, that was the hardest thing for me because I'm not familiar with Brooklyn, and you can't just like you know get up and go at seven o'clock at night and start walking around the neighborhood. Like yeah. it's not like Manhattan. <laughs> There's not like you know huge ginormous city lights and everything everywhere. Um, but now that I've been here a while, I kind of like know the areas to like go. Your spaces and yeah. So, do you, are your kids back in school then? Are they going um, back? My son, he is in blended now, so he goes two days a week, which I am like hallelujah because <laughs> I needed a break. It's hard. It's really yeah, hard. It's like oh my god, it's just it's it's it, it really it really wrecked our relationship. I have to say. Yeah, it is a challenge. It's yeah. really a challenge. I think a, a lot of parents are struggling with that right now, especially with the younger kids because they're not as self-sufficient and yeah, you have to become the bad guy. I'm the bad guy in my house with a 17-year-old oh <laughs> doing online gosh. learning. And I can't even imagine a 17-year-old. Oh, my God. It's hard. Oh, you'll be there one day. No, never. <laughs> never. <laughs> never grow up. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, it's been it's been very very challenging I think for a lot of parents uh, and the kids too and and the schools aren't letting up either. They're not they're not or at least our schools aren't. Ours aren't. No, it's like insane. I I don't know how to do this work. I don't know how to do this math. And oh, nobody, nobody is paying me. I just like, <laughs> on Instagram, I'm unpaid. At school, I'm unpaid. Like, I'm having all these roles and nobody is paying like, me. No one is paying me. <laughs> so how long ago did you start your Instagram page? Oh, my God. I started it like five or six years ago. Like, I have had, I think that's something that people don't realize. I have had my Instagram page for a really long time. I am like the Instagram dinosaur. And... <laughs> All the people that I used to follow when I started my Instagram, they, they no longer exist on Instagram. Yeah. I was going to say five years. That's like, that's, that's, yeah. that's got to be nobody, up there for a long running. 
Because people, people do, they, yeah, people come and go and they delete yep, their pages. They just oh, they do? Yeah, they I just, don't know. Yeah, they just disappear. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you'll just, you won't notice it, but that But then one day you're like, oh, I wonder what happened to so-and-so. Exactly, exactly. They just, they just pop into your head and then you're like, wait, what happened to them? Where did they go? Are they okay? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I started my Instagram page, um... I honestly, I don't remember why I did it. I think I just wanted to like, because I had started um, Weight Watchers and I just wanted to, because I don't do the meetings. I'm too scared of them. Like that is like so intimidating to me. Um, So I just wanted like to talk to people and like, you know, hear the tips and everything about being on Weight Watchers. And it was just like a really intimidating experience it was super scary um James my boyfriend even when I started it he was like he was nervous for me because that was that I mean it was so new back then to talk about your weight loss on Instagram at least for us and he was like you can't show your face on there he was like I don't want people to make fun of you and I was like oh my god you're right like that is so scary if anybody I know like finds out about this they're gonna think I'm a weirdo um so I used to just like post all these like from chest down pictures. Um, and then like there were, but there was just so many people that I just, I thought they were so cool. Like I thought it was so cool that they could talk so openly about their weight and they could show all these like before pictures and they weren't ashamed. And I wanted to be like them so bad. And I posted my first before and after. And I was so nervous. And then I took it down two minutes later. Cause I was like, I can't do this. Oh yeah. That's so funny. So it's just so funny, like how now it's just, it's so okay. And it's so cool to talk about it because back then it was just like so taboo and like, ah, what are we doing? Yeah. It's amazing. That was when I made my Instagram page, it was the first time in my life that I had found a large community of people who all struggled with the same things I had struggled with my whole life. And, um, like you said, it was, it was, it's so cool to see so many people, just sharing their struggles and their Like-minded. journey. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. And, and yeah, just I mean, finding- now I'm seeing people in their underwear. Like, I mean, I was, nothing is off limits anymore. Yeah. Like before I was hiding my face. Now we're all naked on the ground. Yeah, it's totally. cool, so. <laughs> That's so funny. I mean, I love that. That's hilarious. You have a so- lot of followers too. I know. And it's really it's sad cool. because I, for the first five years I didn't. <laughs> so what was like the turning point? Like, there actually, it's funny because like there actually was a turning point. Um, it was New Year's Eve. It was like New Year's Eve-ish around that time. And I was with my sister and she was just talking to me about my Instagram. And I think at the time I had like 2,500 followers. Like it took me five years to get 2,500 followers. And um, she said, what do you want to do with your Instagram? And I was like, you know what? I was like, I really... I really want to take it seriously. Like, I really want to make something out of it. I really want to do something with it because it is enjoyable. It does make me happy, but something that, I don't know, there's something I'm doing that's not connecting because I've had 2000 followers for four or five years. Like nobody's really into me. Uh, And she was like, you know what, just go for it. And then I went home and I just, the thing is, like, when people, when you see people ask other people, like, how did you get your following? One of, like, the top answers that they always give is, I was just authentic. And I was just myself. And I shared my journey. And that's really what it is. I just started sharing more of myself. And 
I stopped holding back. Like I stopped posting, you know, ugly ass bean burritos and being like, okay, 13 points dinner. Mm-hmm. And I started like really trying to get into it and be like, okay, well, this is why I'm choosing to eat this. And you know, this is what's happening today. People just really want to see your life unfold. And um, once I stopped being scared, that was kind of when everything changed for me. Oh, that's Not sure cool. if I want to go good. further than that because all these new followers scare me. <laughs> it's like a whole new world out there and I get scared. <laughs> yeah, it's it is that's a, a wild world, place. Yeah. That's good advice though. I mean, it yeah. is good advice for people. It is, and it's funny them. because when you hear it, you're like, yeah, okay, be authentic. Yeah, I'm sure people come flocking, but I mean, <laughs> it really is true. Like once you just once you decide to be yourself, that's how you'll find your, like, your niche. Is that how you say niche? Niche? Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, that's how you'll find, like, it's better than just trying to figure it out for yourself. If you just, you're just, you're just natural, yeah. then you'll find it. I, I don't exactly know what mine is, but <laughs> since I don't cook anything, I don't have any recipes. <laughs> I just, but I just can it's act It's you. Fool. Yeah, it's you right. and your personality. And you do share your journey and your struggles and the things that yeah. you're going through, and yes. you're super honest about it. And I think a lot of people can relate to it. And just like when you said you were nervous and scared, there are lots of people that are nervous and scared mm-hmm. as well and that aren't comfortable sharing that and you sharing it allows them to have that dialogue do you know what I mean like and so I think that's that's a big part of it same with you Marlena I mean very authentic very genuine like that's what drew me to both of your pages 100% I know I've learned so much from you like wow I know right She's well, educating us. You're so yeah, well, <laughs> well, and so are you, because I think so many people, like there are so many people who hate to cook. There are so many people who, yeah. right? Because obviously there's this like very like cookie cutter idea we have of like a wellness influencer, I guess we'll right. call it, right? Like they're out here chopping up fresh veggies every day. And, I do like to cook though. Yeah, and you do. And that's, and that's cool, wish. right? I but just like, like watching it. Yeah, but like me, like I would rather just bust out a box of something and heat it up and call it dinner, right? right? And that's like, that's real life. And I think that there's a lot more people that can relate to that. Um, and then like just how you walk, like you said, that's that's the form of exercise that you enjoy. And it is the most underrated form mm-hmm. of movement. So many yes, people really undercut just walking. Like you don't have to run a marathon. You don't have to lift weights. You don't have to do Zumba, like just use your fucking feet. And right. Yeah, I don't know how you do that whole gym thing. Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> Woof, when I watch it, I'm like, wow. Oh my God, there's no way I could ever. I've tried going to the gym so many times. I can't either. I can't do it. I can't do I, it. I can't go uh, honestly, if, if me 10 years ago was looking at me now, I would be thinking the same thing. I don't know what it is. It, for me, it just, it works, right? I love it. And it's such a big part of my life now, but it's not for everyone. Right? I like working it's on it. And like, if it's not for you, that's... The, the exercise workout videos, I'm like, everyone's like, yeah, yeah, just start doing it. And then you'll you'll get into it. You'll be into it. Heck no, I can't. Oh my God. It's like torture. Please never again. Just, so oh, I just want to walk. Just put me somewhere. <laughs> I'll walk forever. Yes, exactly. And that's, that's, the, that's the thing, right? Like we just all have to find what works, works. for us, right? Mm-hmm. 
Um, and if you hate the gym, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. And if you don't like walking, there's nothing wrong with that either. But at yeah, least try it true. out. And I walk I inside. Like I have a treadmill and I watch my shows. And like, yeah, that's, that's really my, cool too. I wish that's I had my a treat treadmill. to myself. Like in the morning, and I an exercise for me is not a, a weight thing. It's a mental thing. Like it helps. I have a really day to day stressful life as it's real stressful owning a business. And if I'll exercise in the morning, I'm a bitch. Like that's just, <laughs> I mean, that's just the bottom line, you guys. It just really makes my day go much better. I just, it helps my stress, stress relief. So it's, it's something that's really helpful for me. In no, that it's way. true. I feel like it's, it's even just exercise in general. I feel like it's very underrated. Like people say all the time, um, you know, I didn't, ex I mean, I didn't have to exercise to lose the weight that I did. You know, I, I started exercising after I lost 150 pounds. I, but it's not just about that. Like it just, for me, like there is nothing like going outside and what it's my therapy. Like anytime I'm angry, anytime I'm stressed, if I just go outside and I walk and I see a tree, I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Like, I feel so good right now. Like, all that other stuff doesn't matter. It's just me All and this the way. tree. Okay. <laughs> Do y'all have a lot of trees in Brooklyn? <laughs> just the one tree. Just me. And that crazy, <laughs> were you one that posted that crazy Halloween house? Oh Did my you post gosh. that you have the crazy Halloween house? Yes, that Halloween house is insane. They don't do Christmas decorations, which is sad, but I mean, I fine. maybe they did. They only spend like tens of thousands of dollars in electricity bills on those Halloween decorations. <laughs> so fine, I guess so. <laughs> that place was crazy. I thought for sure maybe they would do Christmas. No, just Halloween. That's but it's fine because I, I just have me and my one tree. So that's all I need. <laughs> all right, when the Halloween decorations are down, I'm walking, I'm seeing my one tree, and I'm feeling better. And I think that people really. They need to utilize exercise as just like yeah. a form of just like stress relief and therapy. Yeah, mental health. And, you know, yeah it just yeah. Oh, it feels so good. For sure. And you've been pretty open about like your anxiety that you struggle with anxiety uh, quite a bit. So is walking kind of like your main form of how you handle that? Yeah, I, um, I have a lot of like neuroses and like I just get very anxious about everything like I am an overthinker um so I I just spend a lot of my free time just like mulling over things like constantly and just stressing 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 um and sometimes it's just like too much because number one nobody wants to listen to me talk about you know the most ridiculous thing that I'm stressing about that nobody else is stressing about and number two, like, it's just, it's too, it's too much. It's too much to be such an overthinker like I am. Um, so I need that freedom of just like going outside and shutting off my mind. Um, because otherwise I feel like I will implode. Like I can just stew on things and overthink them and think about how I can change them and, and stress out about what's going to happen next February the 19th and, and you know, what I'm going to be doing that day and why aren't I doing it right? It, it's just, it's crazy. So are you, are you a born and raised New Yorker? Um, so I was born in Manhattan. Um, okay. and then we were actually robbed. Uh, they stole our VCR and our dog. Um, and yeah, it was like really random. So after that, um, we moved. So I think I was, uh, it was the end of kindergarten. So we moved to Wisconsin. 
to um, go be with like family because um, my mom didn't really feel safe anymore. And we lived there until uh, I was about sixth grade. And then we moved back to the city. And then ever from sixth grade on, I lived in Manhattan. And then once I met James, he forced me into Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was just going to say like that anxiety and that neurosis, like, is that, is it, isn't that just like part of being a New Yorker? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Cause I just remember like being in Wisconsin, being so carefree, walking <laughs> like, in the grass, seeing the geese, looking at the lake, you know, going yeah. ice fishing. And then now here I am in New York and I'm like, ah, like a nutball. <laughs> so funny. I love that. So how did you and James meet? Oh my God. We actually met at a club. <laughs> We're all great love stories are formed. I met my husband at a bar. And like, it was actually really horrible because we met at a club and it was a 21 and over club. So I was 21 years old and I assumed naturally that he was 21 and we were just like, you know, staring at each other all night. Like he was like the cutest guy ever. Um, and I think I was like hanging out with some other guy because I wanted free drinks. So <laughs> but we were like staring at each other. He was with some other girl. And then um, he finally like came up to me and he told the, because then the guy put his arm around me and my friend and James was like, oh, you think you cool, right? You think you got it. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, no. I just wanted his free drinks. Get him away. So then we started dancing and I'm like, all right, I'm dancing with this cute 21 year old. And then he's like, yeah, I'm 19. And I was like, ah! <laughs> it was like, and the record stopped. And I was like, oh no, this is terrible. <laughs> but it was too late. It was too late. I caught the love bug. Oh but God, unfortunately, so he left with another girl that night. So, you know. <laughs> wow. But it she'll worked out. I'll never forget. But, so you saw yeah, him somewhere. Yeah, so, um his friend was the dj so that's how he got into the club so i had taken uh his car he had given me his card the um a dj oh because james was supposed to get my facebook name that was instead of asking for my phone number he was supposed to get my facebook name and then he started dancing with another girl things fell apart it went really bad but i had his friend the dj's business card and you know i was a little drunk so we went home and i was still talking about him i was like oh my god he was so cute oh my god i had to talk to him so i found him through his friend's facebook page and I messaged him and, you know, he's so full of himself, you know, he, he thought that he just like, you know, cop my Facebook name. Like he didn't think that I had to do all, all this investigative work. Like he thought we had given each other the Facebook names and like, you know, I had slid into his DMs. From getting, so he didn't know that I did all that extra work for him. Oh my God, that's so <laughs> He was funny. just like, oh yeah, hey, yeah, well, you got your Facebook at the club. Yeah, yeah, of course. And then, you know, it just went from there. So how long have you been together? Uh, almost 11 years. Oh, wow. wow. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's been, it's been a, a very rocky battle. But, you know, that's what happens when you start a relationship at 19 and 21. Yeah. So. Just, literally, to be honest, it's just what happens. Okay, yeah. I've been married yeah. for 15 years, and I got yeah. married a lot later in life. And it's, you know, it's just how it is. Yeah, relationship, <laughs> yeah. so relationship you know. I know. And then we had Jaden that same year. So that didn't really like help the growth process. 
Oh yeah, that's hard. That's a challenge though. But you but yeah. you made it through. I mean you've stuck together, which is Yeah, I mean I have to say like we're better than ever, which is awesome. Um I never in a million years thought that we would make it as nobody thought that we would make it as far. I mean, we're just like night and day. You know, like I'm the Manhattan girl that was raised in Midtown. He's from the projects. So it was like, you know, this whole opposites attract thing. Nobody right. thought that it would go any further than just like hanging out at clubs all the time. But we've grown a lot. Wow. That's cool. And you guys found your middle ground in Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know about all that. <laughs> I'm just forced here. I won't say that until forever. I hate when people think that I am like from Brooklyn. I'm like, no, no, I am not from Brooklyn. Let's clear this up right now. Oh my God, that's so funny. So you're not staying there forever is what you're saying. No, I <laughs> have been dying to get out of Brooklyn since I moved here. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you mentioned a kind of a while ago that you were maybe considering going back to school. I remember yes. you mentioning that. So yes, that's I, some, I didn't forget that. <laughs> is that something that you still want to do? And like, what were you wanting to go? Like, what were you, was there something specific that you were wanting to do? Um, yeah, I really want to go back to school because I don't. Um, so basically I have just worked since like I was 18, since I was like allowed to work in New York City. And it's just kind of like, I've been really great at all the jobs that I did, but none of them were careers. Um, sure. You know, I was managers, I was assistant managers at a bunch of different retail places and I killed it. I was awesome. Great. I'm great at customer service, but I hate sales. Like, I don't care that I'm number one in sales. I freaking hate sales. I don't want to do sales anymore. And I just like kept finding myself in different sales positions because they didn't have a degree. Um, and then I found myself at a bank, being a banker, but unfortunately what nobody realizes is being a banker is also another sales position. Yes, <laughs> it is. I just, yeah, and I, I couldn't, I didn't want to do it anymore. Um, and then, you know, just being like a stay-at-home mom now, it's going to be, I have to be realistic about it. Like, it's going to be very hard for me to go back into the workforce without a degree because what job am I going to get? You know, it, it's going to be another job that I don't want. I'm very sick of having jobs that I'm good at, but I don't enjoy. Like I don't miss work at all. I miss the aspects of it. I miss my customers. I miss the camaraderie of, you know, coworkers, but I don't miss my job at all. And I really just want to find something that I love doing. That's preferably an office job from nine to five, maybe four o'clock, you know, <laughs> and I need a, I need a degree to get that. Um, and I, I really, I have no qualms about my age or, you know, being any older than anyone. Like, I don't care if I'm 36, 37 and going back to college, I will do it. My mom and I went to college at the same time. So yeah, see, I mean, I mean she that's was older so and she got her master's and my mom's very successful, but she did it at a much older age. So there's, that doesn't matter. The fact that you're willing to do it is what matters. I had gotten into, um, a college a school last fall um but unfortunately like the whole COVID right. thing that's happened, what i remember so you talking I had about to that kind of, like, put my dreams you know on hold for now because i just didn't know what was going to happen with schooling for the kids yeah that would have been so. really hard to be in school and try to homeschool and 
Yeah, I, mean, I can't even get through an interview without, you know, someone crawling and crying all over me. So. But that's awesome that you want to do that. I, I mean, I think. We get through a whole course. I think that's amazing. Um, but yeah, I mean, hopefully when she goes to pre-K next year, um, I want to revisit that. I was thinking, um, I was thinking a whole, a whole bunch of things. I don't know. It's still like I'm, you know, 18, 19 years old again, still not having any clue what I want my major to be. Like, I just always thought I was going to be a celebrity when I grow up. So. Well, you kind of are. <laughs> this like, this is really rough for me having to like think of a normal career now. <laughs> you kind of are. You're a little bit of an Instagram celebrity though. Oh, You've got no. that going. Come on. Oh, you're a, you're a you do a photo shoot not that now, long ago. Listen, listen, if I'm still unpaid and broke, I'm no celebrity. Okay. <laughs> Okay, well, yeah, we got to turn that into money. That's true. So, but you were just featured in a WW um, campaign, which is super awesome. Do you want to talk yeah. about your experience doing that? Um, yeah. So, uh, I was really excited. They chose me. They did not choose me for the main stuff, so that was a bummer. <laughs> but they did choose me for um, some like side opportunities, which was super awesome. Um, so I got to do a photo shoot. I got to do a video shoot, um, which will be for, it's not going to be mainstream. So I don't even know if I'll ever see it, but, um, the kids got to be involved, which was super exciting. Cool. And, you know, they did that. They did the whole thing where they go, okay, in three, two, one action with the, with the clapper, whatever mm-hmm. that thing is called. Oh, cool. Um, so that was really cool. Uh, I mean, with everything that has gone on with WW and, you know, how everyone feels, I, I mean, me personally, they, they made me feel incredible Good. on those two separate occasions. Like, I have never felt like, <laughs> I felt like a celebrity that day. They were just like <laughs> flying all over. The, the photographer was like, yes, babe, this is it. This is your new career. Someone's going to pick you up. Oh, you're gorgeous. Oh, you're amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, So, I mean, it was, it was two really incredible experiences that, I mean, I will never forget. It was so fun. I mean, it was so nerve wracking because I was like, you're going to tell me what to do with my face, right? Because I don't know what to do with my face. Like, I'm a really (laughs) awkward person. And they were like, yes, we are going to instruct you. And then as soon as the camera starts going, they're like, okay, just go for it. I'm like, go for what? You're supposed to tell me. (laughs) Did, was it there in New York that you did it or did you yes. have to go somewhere? Okay. No. Yeah. Cool. Um, usually they fly people places, but because of COVID, they just kept everything well, I'm sure relatively being in close. New York, being close to New York, they probably yeah. have a good, good stuff there for you to, that's very cool. Yeah, that is super cool. And when COVID is all over and we can travel again, me and Felicia are going to come to New York and see you. Yeah. Oh my God. Can you imagine? The world is not ready for us. That yeah. would be crazy. Uh-uh. It'd be so uh-uh. fun. I can't wait I love to it. travel. I I actually have never been to New York. I have. Really? I have not. No, and it's funny because when I first started my Instagram page and I would like talk and share all the time people would DM me and they're like, "Are you in Queens?" <laughs> Are you, <laughs> you in New what? York? And I'm like, like a little bit of a Queens girl, I must yeah. say. I'm like, I feel like I would fit in very well in New York. But, <laughs> <laughs> but no, With from from the Midwest. Yeah, you would. Yes. well Well, come on down the invite is always open yes we would love to and we so appreciate you chatting with us today and telling us more about you yes so is there anything else that people would be surprised to learn about miss serafina um 
I'm trying to think like I'll tell you what, like, I'll tell you one thing I was surprised to learn about you which is so funny because I don't hmm. even remember what we were DMing about and you were wearing the big hoops and I was like talking about how uh people are always stealing latin culture and you were like girl i'm not hispanic oh, <laughs> and I was like, oh shit <laughs> yes i am not hispanic everybody thinks that i am and i am i not. thought you were too i'm like, not i i'm sorry i'm a disappointment to many <laughs> no 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 it's no disappointment you're beautiful <laughs> in spanish so much on the street but which is really funny because it's normally like not hispanic guys that are trying to talk spanish to me i'm like no like this is not. they're like get up there mommy What's uh, i'm like no i don't speak spanish and you don't either so we don't need to do this right now <laughs> Okay, that is so funny. Well, that was something I learned about you through Instagram that I was like, oh, okay. I know. Yeah, a lot of people assume it. I'm um I'm half white and half Pakistani. Um, but and James is Puerto Rican. I think James and then with your the, the reason I assumed you were Hispanic is because of the green sauce. I I right. just assumed you were Peruvian because everybody was yeah. like, yeah, the green sauce I didn't sauce. even make. So <laughs> yeah, that's how it started. You were like, Oh yeah, that green sauce. And I was like, Oh no, that's not a family tradition. Sorry, you know. <laughs> like, sorry to break it to you, boo. I do love that green sauce and now I have my dad hooked on it. My mom, oh my god, like, everybody it's so good. Oh, I could just drink it with a spoon, honestly. <laughs> Literally put it on everything and it's good. It works. Wait, I'm going to be hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's like about dinner time. I'm ready. Nice All big right. salad since I got a cookie delivery today. Yeah, there you go. Oh, I hope they, I hope they weren't raw. You know my look. No, but these were <laughs> amazing. They were not raw because they were cooked. In they're made in half. They're half cookies. Okay. The way that people are making money these days, I don't even know. But <laughs> wild. They are half cookies. They were amazing. I loved them. I didn't care about points. I ate them and I was happy. That's what, what you is gotta a do. Like they literally just it. do a half of a cookie. Yeah, they just send you a bunch of halves of cookies. Yes. All right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'll just eat more probably. Uh yeah, I feel like there's so many of these cookie companies now. They're like everybody's at home baking, selling, selling. Their yeah, well, barely, online. barely baking since yeah. they're calling them ooey gooey. So, <laughs> mm, yeah. you know, and now forever, every time I hear uh, Gordon Ramsay say it's raw, I'm gonna think of you. Yeah, just think of me and my cookie. I mean, I'm there are so many cookies that I have spent twenty dollars on, and I'm picking them up. And they're mush in my hands, oh, and the so owners funny. of these companies are like, "Yeah, that's fully baked." I'm like, "What? No. <laughs> what is here?" And your coffee, you're you're the coffee lady. You oh yeah, me my, and all my Starbucks cups. Mm -hmm. Girl, well, how do you fit all those cups in your Brooklyn apartment? Well, that's why I need to move because I no longer <laughs> I no longer have space for that. So, so do you know how many cups you have? Have you ever counted them? No. No, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably like a down payment on a house, knowing my luck. I'll be like, Well, this is great. I live in a one it's bedroom, a but I have a bunch of cups, so that's awesome. <laughs> Thank, Thank you guys. You. Thank yes. you for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah, this yeah. is great. Thank you so much. It was so fun. See, we're did easy. Guys, did you guys have yeah. fun too? Oh, of course. Yeah. Of oh, course. I had a blast. We had, so much fun. Hilarious. we had so much fun. Now we're going to come to New York and get the real experience. 
I know, and then I'll just First be hand. boring in person. You know, Dude, like, I, my favorite is it. going on your walks and when you go shopping. So I want to do that in person. Yeah, let's do it. All right, we have a yes. date. We have a date in the COVID-free future, whenever that is. Yes. Someday. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please leave us a review. We greatly appreciate that. And we'll see you bitches next Monday. Bye.